Hello and welcome to AHR's weekly market update podcast brought to you by our Chief Investment Officer, Ian Ramsey. Welcome to this week's AHR Market Review for the week ending 19th of September 2021. Markets have been mixed this week as investors wrestle with the slowdown in economic growth, albeit from very high levels. This was accompanied by a slight moderation in US inflationary pressures, but with rising expectations for the emergency levels of monetary policy to be gradually reduced in the coming months. This has coincided with a regulatory crackdown in China on a range of businesses, from technology companies, online education, video gaming and casinos, creating uncertainty for investors. As of 12pm on Friday, London time, US equities rose 0.3% over the week, whilst European and UK stocks fell 0.3% and 0.1% respectively. Japan, benefiting from both anticipation of a change in political leadership and a COVID-19 vaccination program that has progressed rapidly in recent months, increased by 0.4%. The Australian market was broadly flat, despite mining companies being adversely affected by a sharp fall in the price of iron ore as a direct result of China imposing curbs on steel production as part of its efforts to slow the Chinese economy and prevent asset bubbles forming. Emerging markets fell 2.5%, with Chinese domestic stocks falling by 2.4%, and offshore Hong Kong stocks losing 4.9%, the continued result of the regulatory crackdown. This week, the Chinese government intensified its efforts to regulate the technology sector, demanding the breakup of Alipay, a smartphone app with more than 1 billion users and part of the Ant Group owned by Jack Ma. US headline inflation moderated a little this week, as consumer prices rose by 5.3% for the year to August, down by 0.1% from the previous month. However, on Thursday, US retail sales data was unexpectedly strong, rising by 0.7% for the month of August, against forecast of a fall of 0.8%. Whilst the US Federal Reserve expects inflation to be transitory, due to a number of supply constraints caused by the economic reopening, There remain question marks as to how far it will fall whilst the number of job vacancies outnumbers those registered unemployed. In a similar vein, UK inflation jumped to an annualised rate of 3.2% this week, with many speculating that the Bank of England will be the first major central bank to increase rates sometime in the first half of 2022. The UK has its own unique sense of challenges, caused not just by reopening but also the result of leaving the European Union and the end of free movement of labour. Whilst the European Central Bank has widely been expected to be the last central bank to raise rates, an unpublished ECB report revealed by the Financial Times this week sent bond yields up as it suggested inflation targets could be met almost a year earlier than has been guided. This has since been refuted by the ECB as inconsistent with its forward guidance. This has led government bond markets to have a choppy week. Yields initially fell on the back of the US inflation data but have since steadily risen as investors have increasingly considered the removal of emergency levels of monetary policy against the slowing economic backdrop. US 10-year Treasury yields are currently trading at 1.34%, having started the week at this level, whilst German bonds are trading at minus 0.29 and UK guilds 0.83%. Crude oil rallied over the week, with Brent crude now trading at $75.4 a barrel and US WTI 72.2 as Hurricane Ida shut US oil refineries. Gold was down 1.9%, trading at $1,758 an ounce, not helped by speculation over US monetary tightening. Equity performance this year has been to a large extent dictated by the bond market, 
As bond yields rose sharply at the start of the year on expectations of higher inflation and a strong economic recovery, value stocks, or those most sensitive to economic recovery, performed the strongest. As the emergence of the Delta coronavirus variant became more of a concern and economic growth in the US peaked, bond yields came down sharply. Those companies least exposed to the economic cycle, including technology companies and so-called growth companies, took over the mantle and outperformed. Irrespective of the future direction of bond yields, a focus on quality companies, those with stronger balance sheets and better pricing power, remains beneficial at this stage of the economic cycle. That's all for this week's AHR Weekly Podcast. Thank you for listening, and for further investment insights, head over to ahrprivatewealth.com.